Welcome to J-Rod Concerts, the podcast with Jamie Rodriguez. A trip of music discovery. Jamie is picking people he thinks you'll really like. Musicians, artists, producers, and everyone involved in the world of music. Here's your host, Jamie Rodriguez. Dun, 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 Ladies and gentlemen, we've reached the last episode of 2020. And before we get started, I want to wish each and every one of you a happy, happy, happy new year in 2021. Continued blessings to you and your families. Uh, You've uh, overcome a lot. We've all overcome a lot in 2020. It's a year that tested us, and it's a year that um, made us stronger. And as uh, life continues to throw us curveballs, the inevitable curveballs, just remember that life doesn't happen to you. It happens for you. So let's keep growing, guys. And, uh, you know, our show will continue to grow and hopefully with you by our side. So thank you for your support in 2020. Now, we are finishing our show with a bang. A fantastic talent that is the perfect segue to 2021. We're talking about Jonathan Raw. Jonathan Raw, guys, is the um, Canadian adult pop singer who's making the rounds in satellite radio series XM, critically acclaimed with a bunch of new music that he's released this year. He is the son of a Hall of Fame NHL goaltender, Patrick Raw. Now, I'm no NHL nut, but, uh, you know, I I believe his father may be the best goaltender of all time, if not one of the best goaltenders of all time, but but Jonathan is his son. And Jonathan, however, came up with just an amazing heart of a singer-songwriter, so talented. You know, he's... um, He's in, his covers are incredible. They're renowned. He's covered Sia. He's covered Damien Rice. And, you know, his own music is also phenomenal. He actually just released his new single, Lost, which I encourage you guys to check it out. And, you know, he's a, he's a restless soul, a free spirit. He took a two, three-year road trip through the California Coast Highway, finding his artistic voice. And we're going to hear all about that in, the, in this episode. So we thank Jonathan for his time. It was absolutely wonderful connecting. We encourage you guys to uh, check out his website, jonathanroyofficial.com. Uh, because uh, get on the bandwagon early because he's going to explode in 2021, guys. And, uh, you know, without further ado, we wish you guys again a happy new year, continued blessings in 2021. And our last guest of 2020, Jonathan Raw on J-Rod Concerts, the podcast. Wow, look at that. Look at that compound. Are you in Montebla? I'm in Montebla, yes. Yeah, yeah. apologies for my horrible, horrible accent yeah. there, but look at that compound. Where are you from, Jamie? Well, South Floridian, man, Miami. You know, nice, nice. I uh, I used to spend my my winters out in West Palm Beach. I used to just go right out there. My my dad had a house for a couple of years and loved it. Beautiful area, Miami. Very nice. I mean, a little crazy for me. Yes, it is a little crazy. I don't blame you there. But yeah, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. It's, yeah. Well, listen, you're always welcome in Florida, of course. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, even though I'll tell you what, uh, Jonathan, in this seasons like Christmas and all that, there's something about, you know, being in Montreal, being in Canada or a place with snow that it just feels right, you know? Yeah, true. 
the true. palm trees with the with the reindeers, mm -mm, they don't do it for us. It's a little strange, yeah. But when you want to get away, it's 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 one of the great places to go. Uh, you play golf at all or what? Ah, I mean, I'm not very good, you know, but I'll, I'll swing the club. There you go. There you go. Yeah, I, I, cool. yeah I, I love, I used to love playing golf. I was a scratch golfer for years, and now I can barely shoot under 90. It's crazy. Very nice. Awesome, awesome. Jonathan, Jonathan Raw. Well, thanks, for, th thanks so much for joining, Jonathan. It's a pleasure, my friend. Absolutely. Look, I mean, obviously fantastic singer, fantastic performer, songwriter. You know, you've written some incredible stuff, Jonathan. You know, just Keep Me Alive, Lights of Los Angeles, you know. Sick covers, man. Delicate from Damien Rice, U2, One, Breathe Me. I could go on and on, man. Just wanted to welcome you to the show, and uh, we appreciate you. Thank you. Absolutely. So, you know, first of all, Jonathan, how are things up in, in Montreal? I know you're about an hour or an hour and a half north, but, um, and, and I heard that they're putting some, like, crazy rules for Christmas in Montreal. Is that, is that the case? Yeah, I think, I think, well, I mean, I guess it's necessary as well. I mean, I'm, this is special, man. We've never really lived something like this, man. So yeah. um, I guess we got to kind of follow what the government is kind of wanting to do with us, unfortunately, yeah. and, and uh, just to keep some people safe and, you know, people, some people are, are definitely a risk. So I think it's important to, to think about them and i mean yeah it's tough it, it's it's but it's one year i think it's going to be okay after after this winter i, I mean they've got a vaccine coming in and it, it you know it is what it is so yeah. hopefully people can get together a little bit i know that we i think our restrictions are about i think it's like 10 or 10 people max or something like that which is which i think is fine i mean Considering what's what's happening around the world and the, the lives we're losing, I think we got to do a little something to, to help. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, Jonathan. Obviously, the year is pretty much over. Uh, how, how do you think you look back on it, Jonathan? Obviously, you know, uh, you did some nice traveling. You did some good hiking. But are, like, how do you think you're going to look back at 2020? Man, that's a, that's a great question. Um, because it, it, it's, it's, it's been one hell of a year for me, um, you know, last three years have been uh, have been pretty ups and downs right um getting dropped by my label buying a van living in a van for about two years and then just writing and writing and writing and trying to find my sound so this year has been probably uh, musically uh, one of the greatest years because i have found my sound my voice um and it just it feels really good and to kind of be doing that I'm not doing alone, but in a way I, I am um, not being controlled by a record label or, or a mentor or anything like that. I just, I, I, I've learned a lot over the years and now I feel like I'm prepared to kind of, kind of do this on my, on my own, but with, with some help. And if, you know, you met Paul, Paul's an amazing man. And he's been helping me with my management. And so it's, it's just, it's good. It's a year of, um, just figuring out what I wanted and, and I've got that and it feels really, really good. That's great to hear. That's really yeah. exciting to hear. Um, I mean, you're definitely making waves here in satellite radio. That's, you know, that's, uh, yeah, yeah for sure in, in serious XM. So, so that's good. Um, I, I did want to ask you, obviously, you know, your songwriting is, uh, it's pretty, it's pretty neat, man. If, ever since your first album. So I did want to ask you a little bit about that. You know, when you're, when you're working, Jonathan, 
and mm -hmm. it is work. People see you performing and they see you having fun, but it is, it is work. Do you like the actual work of writing a lyric? Do you go somewhere? Like, will you tell your wife, like, honey, I'm going to go to the cabin nine to five and come mm -hmm. up with something. Or is it like when inspiration hits you, Jonathan? Uh, it's a bit of both, to be honest with you. Uh, it's definitely a bit of both. You have, sometimes I do need to get away and, 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 you know, drive up to a cabin or something or, or rent a little spot with my boys, my band, or even just go on a writing camp with, with, with some friends. Um, and sometimes it's, you're at home and you're thinking about something and a lyric pops up or a melody comes in and uh, you just go for it. Um, usually for me, that's the, that's the best. I think when, when you're just thinking about something or you're, you're watching a movie or something happens in your life, a friend calls you, he, his girlfriend left him or, or, or he's, you know, going through something with, with threat or I, I, whatever it may be, depression. Um, sometimes those moments, instead of just, for me, I guess the way that I deal with those moments is I, I, I grab my guitar and I, I grab a little pad or, and I just start writing about how I feel. Yeah. Uh, because I'm someone that's, I'm, I'm shy and, and I like to kind of keep for myself and music is like the way for me to, to really um, express myself. And it's always been like that since I was a kid. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of when, since you were a kid, you know, the, um, when, you, when you were 13, kind of you started writing poetry, right? Uh, do, you, do you remember some of these first signs of like loving poetry, loving songwriting, like your first memories? Um, well, by the way, my poetry was terrible. Uh, <laughs> I was a kid, uh, and I was, I was really bad in English class, but, um, I think I, you know, it just slowly, it took, it took a lot of time to, to get lyrics out there for me, especially at the beginning of my, of my career. Um, and, and then all of a sudden words would just flow and it would, it would be really, really quick. And now I'm really slow to writing songs and yeah. um but my earliest memories man i i guess i was writing for women i um nice. I, I, remember, I remember being in love with this girl called monica and uh -huh. uh, writing <laughs> forms and trying to to impress her that's pretty good but i guess yeah i guess that's where it all kind of started from did it work uh in a way it did in a way it did okay. uh, i'm not married to her or anything like that right <laughs> you know cool cool yeah. man that's awesome that's awesome yeah. um you know when did you realize that you know sports wasn't for you obviously actually one of my best friends is is uh dan marino's son so, okay. so so i do have like some context here to ask you this and he's also a writer in hollywood he didn't go the, yeah. the, the athletic route when did you like realize man like like i respect what my dad's doing but without a doubt like i just you know i'm i'm, I'm an artist um it came pretty naturally, pretty man. Natural. Uh, yeah, I was probably 17 or 18 and my career was in junior hockey league was, was, was ending slowly. I mean, I had, I had a certain talent, but uh, I don't think I would have played NHL. I was too small. I was a goalie, 5'11". 5'11 nowadays in net is, is tiny. So I knew that I had to make a decision one day to kind of let it go. And it was tough because, you know, I didn't want to disappoint my dad. Um, and it's, in reality, it's all I really knew was, was, was hockey. That was it, man. Since I was, sure. you know, one, two, that, that's all I, that's all I had learned at the time. And at 17, 18, I was writing songs, but I mean, it was 
I was writing hip hop. I was rapping. Nice. Um, and it was, it was just for fun. I never thought that, to be honest with you, I never thought I'd make a career out of it. And, and so I just kept doing it. I kept doing it. And then I finished an album and then the second album, and the third album and a fourth album. And it just, it just became a lifestyle. It just became who I was naturally. I um, and I didn't have to force it. And, and I, you know, my parents, you know, helped me out at first. I was, you know, I had no money. Um, I couldn't, I couldn't pay for a studio. I couldn't, I couldn't uh, for mixing or anything like that. And so they helped me out and, and it was uh, without them. I probably, maybe I wouldn't be doing this today. So they yeah. gave me the opportunity to kind of, dreams and i really sure. i really appreciate that absolutely yeah. well that's great man i do want to ask about your california van trip of course yeah you've talked about it a million times but first that you know you touched on your on your first couple albums um i know you said at the beginning that you know you you, you were finding your voice this year and all that but i gotta tell you jonathan i mean when you talk about something like what i've become which already came out like 11 years ago crazy yeah, um great. Dude, it's a fantastic debut, Jonathan. Like, you can definitely, obviously, you know, you're a better singer, performer now, but you can see tints of greatness in there. Uh, how do you look back at that record? I appreciate that. Um, well, to, to be quite honest with you, I think it's god-awful, but... Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but that's, that's probably So I'm so close to it, you know, and I know how much mm -hmm. I've evolved. When I listen to all the old stuff, I realize how evolved, how, how much I've evolved over the last 11, 12, 13 years. And I'm very, very proud of that. I, I put a lot of hours and I, and I, I and I always say this, um, I wasn't, I'm not talented. I'm, I'm a hard worker and I never had at the beginning, I, I could barely sing, but I just put hours and hours and hours into it. And eventually it just, it happened and and hard work pays off man um and and so yeah i i uh i think being obsessed with it and having a huge passion for it just got me to to own my craft slowly but but surely that's cool that's cool yeah i yeah. mean i i slightly disagree i think you're a very talented and hard worker but sure <laughs> thank you bro. um Gotta ask you, Jonathan, about the the two three year trip down the California Pacific Coast Highway because what an epic story that is, man! Like you can almost see, you know, Eddie Better playing you, you know, wind in the air, kind of like you know this great story. Tell mm -hmm. us a little bit about it, man. How how did the idea come about? The whole thing. Yeah. Um, well, I was just I was got off a tour. Um, actually a couple tours and I was, I was quite exhausted of, you know, being told, go do this, go do that. Um, you got to sing like this, you gotta, you gotta write like this. And so I really needed to kind of disconnect from that world a little bit and go into a world of figuring out who I really am. And in reality, I, ha I never, never had that opportunity. Um, as a, as a hockey player, I, you know, even as a, well as a kid being a hockey player you're you're, you're thrown on the ice you mm -hmm. play hockey you're told this is what you're going to do in life uh you're told to go to school um and you never really and you never really go out and find yourself and it's rare and i i've always seen um videos or movies where like uh, uh kids are I mean, 17 18 year olds they just go out and take their uh, with their backpacks and they just have their little tent and they just go see the world and they go explore. And, and I really wanted to do that. 
I wanted yeah. to see the world and I wanted to see who I really was without people telling me what to be. Um, How old were you, Jonathan? I was, uh, man, it was uh, maybe what, three, four years ago? That, uh, five, gotcha. five years ago? Yeah. I got it. Um, I'm terrible with dates and stuff, but, uh, and numbers, but I, I just, I wanted to discover who I was and, and that's, and it was amazing to just go off the, the edge kind of jump off the edge and, and, and feel that fear and, and just say, Hey, okay, you know what? I'm going to do this. I'm going to spend all my, all the money that I kind of have right now and buy this van, buy this, you know, you know, the gas and, and just drive for hours and hours and so just, cool go see the world and it really um it was amazing man not to 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 you know not to think of uh okay i gotta be here at five i gotta be here at nine i gotta eat at 12 sure like no no schedule whatsoever just complete freedom of of just going out there and seeing the world amazing and uh yeah it was uh i needed it and um I had, I was kind of lost because at the same time I didn't know if I wanted to, to, to do music anymore. Maybe I was like, maybe this is it for me. Maybe I need to go on a, on a different route. And on my travels, you know, I just grabbed the guitar and I just started writing. I started writing and I started really connecting with music a lot more on a whole other level because I felt like I was doing it really for me again, like how I started. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and oh, so not nice. on a, not to make money, not to make money, not to not to please people, just to please myself and, and, and to get shit out. And that was uh, that was the turning point for me. Keeping me alive came out. I met up with Brian Howes out there. And um, and then, you know, the new single that's going to be coming out in a couple of weeks lost. Uh, it just yeah, it, they just started pouring out and it, and it really felt good to connect with music and, and to do it. I wanted to do it. Damn, what a phenomenal story. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Absolutely, man. man. That's great. That's great to hear. We're, I mean, we're like we're 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 so glad that you found yourself and you rediscovered that passion. But yeah, absolutely. Um let's talk about covers for a second, Jonathan, because uh, you're damn good at them. And uh hmm. that's and that's hard to do. It's so like tr like ninety percent of covers it just missed the mark, but you grab something like like you choose one or breathe me by Sia. Um by the way, you work a lot with Kate Richards, and she's phenomenal, and she works amazing, amazing with you. Yeah, Side yeah, note, yeah. you guys make a heck of a match, but whatever. Um, how do you get into the pain of some of the characters of some of these songs? Because these are dark songs, Jonathan. This, these are songs that are not easy to sing, uh, and you transmit that, and you do it like you come out alive. Like, how do you, how do you go through that process? Um, well... I mean, I guess you, you, when you listen to a song, you, you go back to your old memories and the things that you've experienced. Um, and so, you know, listening, like when I did uh, the Damien Rice song or the Sia song, I just go back to what I've lived and how, I've, how the song makes me feel. Um, and I take it from there. And, um, you know, I, I listen to, I've used to, I used to listen to a lot of music and recently I've just kind of backed off of it and really focused on writing and stuff. But um, I love singing songs from other people that really, really connected with me and Sia, Sia's song and Damien Rice's song. And, you know, I even, there's a couple more that are going to be coming out soon, but um, I just, I just connect with them and it just, 
naturally comes, man. I don't, I don't try to do too much. I try to be myself with them. I think that's the most important thing. A lot of people kind of try and copy exactly what's, what's happening on right. a record. And I, you know, I try to just grab the song, grab the chords, grab the lyrics, the melodies, and just try and say, okay, hold on. Like, let's say I wrote this song. This is how it, maybe it would go. Right. And I try to just stay natural on it and, and be, and be me and uh, let my voice kind of take, take control of the song. Sometimes I sing songs, man, I, that I think I would nail and it just vocally doesn't work for some reason. I don't sure. connect vocally or emotionally and it happens, but uh, I appreciate it, man, because, you know, those are uh, amazing, amazing artists. Uh, Damien Rice is, uh, yeah. I mean, he, he's underrated. The he I think he's song. underrated. You know, he's great. I mean, well, he, he decided to go on in a non-commercial route, right? And, yeah. and not a lot of people balls to do that. It, it takes a lot of True. fucking balls to go down. Uh, and he, and he's doing it and good for him. Good for him because, uh, people, people, I know a lot of people admire him. A lot of artists admire these kind of people like Reina Motang who are not really right. known that much, but artists are inspired by these people and they've inspired yeah. me. That's great, man. That's awesome. That's great to hear. And, and, you know, you've been so generous with your time, Jonathan, but I do want to ask you, um, because you seem like you're from like, you know, an authentic artistic cloth, obviously. And I love that. Um, you're super authentic, but you know, there's so many freaking games now in the, like, the industry is like developing. It's so different now than it was like a year ago with the Spotify playlists, mm -hmm. with TikTok. Um, man, like iTunes way, is like, go ahead. All Businesses. That's with all businesses. You look at sports, you look at music. Back in the day, you know, let's say if we, we talk about sports, back in the day, you, you'd play hockey or you play football or baseball because you wanted to win that trophy. You wanted to win that fight. World, yeah. What is it? World Series, the Stanley Cup, uh, the Super Bowl. That was it. That was, that was the kid's dream. Now, what's happening is I want the paycheck. I yeah. want the and that's, and, and that's the society, unfortunately, that we, we're living in. Money has really dominated the world. Um, mm. And I hope that one day, I think slowly we're going back to, to understanding that we need to, to, to play sports for the love of the game or you yeah. know, play because you love it and because you need it, not because you want to be a, a star or you want to uh, make millions and millions of dollars. You know, and the reality of it yeah. is you can be truly, truly happy making music or playing hockey or whatever at, at a, a low level, you know, and at least you're doing it. And, and if you're doing it from the heart, I think that's the most important thing anyways. I love it. Damn. That's inspiring. Absolutely. So you're not into like all this, like, you know, this game of TikTok and Spotify and, you know, how do, how do we get on all these charts and all this craziness going on right now? Yeah. My, 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 I, my label, like we have, uh, not my label, but uh, the people that work with out in LA, they, they do want to push me onto it. I, it's tough for me to, to go, to, to go and do it. I've done it before. I've done, I've done it with, you know, when I was with Warner music and uh, in reality, it doesn't, it doesn't, um, I don't like it. You know, I, um, it's exhausting. You know, it's definitely artistically draining. I'll tell you that. True. True. Uh, and it takes a lot of time and I don't know. I, I feel like, Look, these social, these like social media platforms are amazing, you know, to connect with fans. Like, 
it, it's it's beautiful what has come from them, but there's also a, a negative. And um, I'm trying to kind of find the balance between the two. And you know, I give a bit of my life. I I, I show them who I am a little bit, but I do restrain a lot and keep for myself. I think it's important to kind of find balance in it and to feel comfortable in it. So, I mean, I think it's important to connect with fans and I think these platforms are great, um, but I'm going to just find a balance and, cool. and leave, leave it like that. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Jonathan, you yeah. know, you said it all. Why don't you leave us with a little bit of a teaser of what's uh, artistically, you mentioned a, a couple singles coming out. Uh, what can you tell us about Jonathan Ra in 2021? Yeah. Well, uh, everything kind of, it, it's tough because every, everything's kind of lingering and you're, you're planning something and everything gets canceled or it's, it's a weird, a, a very weird time that we're living in, unfortunately, but, um, we have the new single lost, which I think is, uh, I, I mean, it's one of my favorite songs that I've ever written. It's a beautiful, beautiful song with a very, very powerful message about, you know, yeah. being lost and, holding on that shit will get better with time and um i um yeah i'm I'm a big fan of this song and i think that it's i think it's much stronger than keeping me alive so i'm excited to see Ooh, how heavy people... words love it yeah yeah so <laughs> I, I, I i'm excited we were we're going out to film the video in the next couple of days um and i can't wait for people to 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 to, to see that and uh I think we've got a really, really cool concept and um, hopefully do a live version of that as well. I, uh, you know, I love doing these live versions, keep me alive. The acoustic version that we yeah. did on YouTube. Uh, yeah. I mean, some would say it's better. I mean, I'm undecided. I don't know, you know, but like they're both unique monsters. Yeah. And they're, but they're, they're very difficult. I mean, these are one takes and non-edited and um, you know, one thing goes wrong. Uh, you know, you're wasting people's times and uh, it's, it's, it's something. So it's, uh, but I, I, I think they're really, really important uh, because it, uh, it shows the kind of artist I am. And, you know, with, yeah. you know, with those kind of videos, you just, you can't, you can't go around them. You, it is what it is. They're, they're, they're real. And um, so it's, uh, and, and people get to see you sing and, and do it for real. I, there's something special about those. I really, really love the live acoustic videos. Love it. Yeah. Nothing. You Jamie? said it all. Thank you, Jamie. I appreciate You've been it, brother. So generous with your time. It, it's been a pleasure. Uh, and listen, you, you know, Florida, it's always going to be part of you. So welcome anytime. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I look forward, I look forward right. to being back there and being in the sun a little bit because, uh, you know, I don't, I don't think you're going to like the minus 10 if you come out here, minus 20. <laughs> well, listen, we love the poutine and, the, and, and all the good food up there as well. So it's great <laughs> awesome. seeing you, man. Thank you, Jamie. Appreciate it, brother. Thank you for music, man. You've been listening to J-Rod Concerts, the podcast with Jamie Rodriguez.